Welcome to McKnight's Long-Term Care Newsmakers Podcast, where we share the latest information and views from industry leaders. Hi, I'm Kim Marcellus, Senior Editor of McKnight's Long-Term Care News. Today, we're here to talk about quality improvement with Mountain Valley of Cascadia, a rare repeat gold skilled nursing winner in the American Healthcare Association Quality Award Program. Joining me today is Mountain Valley CEO, Emily Coolen, who's going to share how her facility keeps quality front and center and why improvement and recognition matter. So nice to have you here, Emily. Of course, thank you so much for having me. So I have to tell you, I did a little research for our conversation today, uh, particularly about Idaho, and I discovered it's especially fitting that Mountain Valley is a repeat winner given the state's motto, Esto Perpetua. Am I saying that right? You are, yes. Okay, practice now. So for those of you who don't know, that translates to let it be perpetual. So that's perfect that, that you're here doing this award program and winning gold for the second time. So let's jump into it. Please, if you would just kind of paint a picture for us of where you are in Idaho, who you serve, and, and a little bit more about the community around you. Sure. Mountain Valley is located in Kellogg, Idaho. We're owned and operated by our parent company, Cascadia Healthcare. Our town is pretty small, a mining turned tourist town of about 2,000 residents in the northern panhandle of Idaho. Our facility itself is licensed for 68 beds and it remains pretty full most times. We have about 80 employees that serve our community. That includes full-time, part-time PRN. We see some great longevity. We have employees that have worked here for 30 years, and of course, new employees who help enter the field. We offer CNA courses and continuing education, for example, really set people up for success in our industry. Our short-term skilled nursing and rehab is about 33% of our population. 66% is more long-term. We did become a, a BCU, a behavioral care unit, in the year 2018 to meet a community need. And what makes our center unique is, is just our level of engagement on all departments. We have great therapists, engaging activities, outings, creative approaches that truly help our residents live their best lives. I love that. And as I discussed with you off air before, I really like that you shared your mix because one thing we hear so much about is that it, it's hard to drive quality when you don't have a certain census mix or a certain level of Medicare payers or private payers. So to say that you are a shining example of quality improvement and you have 66% long-term residents uh, really shows that it can be done. So great detail there. So I want to just take the listeners to the idea that this is not your first time. This is your second gold award in the ACA quality program. The first was in 2011. And in 2016, the facility then operating as Kindred Mountain Valley also was the first skilled nursing care center to receive the Malcolm Baldridge National Quality Award. There have been some silver and bronze awards over the years, too. So congratulations for all of those incremental steps that you've taken. Thank you. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about what makes you want to keep participating in this program and why it matters to your residents, your potential residents and your staff. Well, participation in the Quality Award program really comes out of habit. We've been involved in this program since I started at Mountain Valley. You mentioned our first journey in 2005, where we progressed through a bronze, silver, gold, the Malcolm Baldridge National Quality Award in 2016. Our entire senior leadership team was honored to go to the nation's capital. We got to receive and present 
at that time, we joke about drinking the Kool-Aid. So our team truly believes in those systematic, repeatable processes that the Baldridge framework offers us. When I became administrator in 2019, five years had passed since our last gold and our results had sustained. We decided as a team to go through the three-tiered award process again, being recognized for bronze, silver, and now this year gold in the midst of a worldwide healthcare pandemic. So I think that's just kind of important to say again and, and really think about that. When others were trying to navigate the challenges of COVID hurled at us, we were just trying to keep our heads above water and we were continuing to maintain our culture of excellence, our culture of safety. We kept our families informed and engaged, which helped that customer satisfaction be maintained. I'm so proud to have this journey under my leadership and the continued journey together with this team is one of my proudest professional accomplishments. As far as the recognition goes, that matters probably the least to us. It's never really been about the award. We feel like we're students of the criteria and how these da daily processes that we have all dialed in and have adapted them as the industry and the needs of our population change, the focus always remains on continuous performance improvement and then that performance excellence, the dedication to care provision from the frontline staff, commitment to our staff and our workforce. At the end of every review process, whether you re receive the award or not, you're given an invaluable feedback report. It's all on American Healthcare Association and NCAL volunteer examiners who spent so much time on our application, they honestly probably know it better than we do. And they give OFIs, opportunities for improvement that help make us better. And then they also outline strengths and we share that with our staff um, to motivate them and recognize them. The feedback report is would probably be my answer as to what keep, keeps us engaged in the quality award program. We feel passionately about this industry and we want other providers to learn and emulate those best practices that we find so helpful in our center. So we just hope that we can all serve our populations better. And I love that idea that you're getting positive feedback rather than the survey process that, again, even though you're a five-star facility, you're obviously, uh, you know, not having too critical of, of surveys, but still it's nice to have somebody to identify things in a partnership with you and, and help you continuously get better, um, not just coming from a, a point of weakness, but going forward in strength. Absolutely. So obviously this is a very broad effort and you embed it across your facility. Um, can you talk a, a little bit about some of the specific targets that you've had and also who's involved in the process? Yeah, quality improvement efforts vary and the focus of those vary. UTIs, fall prevention, those are all pretty common in skilled care and likely will always remain a focus. Infection control has become paramount since COVID. So early on, we implemented infection control into our QAPI program, early interventions and lessons learned and approved upon during and after, and even before our COVID outbreak. We found that to be key in the management of our two infection control. We had a state and a federal infection control survey, and both of those were citation deficiency free. The staff members at every level are involved in our QAPI program. So housekeeping to nursing, to senior leaders, to our medical director, to our consulting pharmacist. And then what we found to be so successful is that we received about $70,000 in grants from the state of Idaho. Civil monetary 
penalties then were poured back into the buildings in Idaho, and it enabled us to receive more pieces than I could even speak on, all technology, iPads, um, and those helped set us up for success with telehealth and keeping our providers engaged so we could do Teams or Zoom and have all of their input. Some buildings think that management is just who handles Quapi, and it's not like that at Mountain Valley at all. Our staff, uh, through our open door policy, I joked that I had to hang a sign that said a conference call because you'll hear knocking and it's residents and staff just they're empowered to come in and they provide feedback and suggestions. And those are what tend to be the most valuable pieces of our entire coffee program. Yeah. And you can, you obviously act on them. You, you don't just take them and, and they go into a vacuum. That's so, terrific. And if we don't, they will be right back and wanting to know why we decided to do what we <laughs> did and how they can help us, you know, be better. So they'll knock great. louder. Absolutely. <laughs> So I want to give you an opportunity to share a few highlights. Again, um, I, I know that this award really recognizes the overall work that you've done, but are there a couple of points you'd like to share with us? Oh, of course, we love to brag. Results in our center are pretty impressive, and that's part of why we're at where we're at in our journey. So you mentioned the five-star CMS overall quality rating. So that's the highest possible, and Mountain Valley has been that way since the inception of the program in 2019. And again, I'm just going to throw out there even more so through a COVID healthcare pandemic, uh, maintenance of our occupancy rate resulting in sound financial performance. I talked about it a little bit before, but but truly something that our staff should feel so proud of are, are their two citation-free infection control surveys, overall satisfaction from our customers. So we feel that, that these outcomes are a result of our two best practices. The first of those best practices is called senior leader rounding. And at a high level, I could talk about this for an entire podcast, but at a high level, it's involvement of the, the leadership team. So our business office manager, our social service, maintenance, they're given a section of the building and they're empowered to own this section. So they round most days, they follow up on concerns, concerns timely, they're made available to all staff. And this engagement is what results in our high satisfaction outcomes. The other is a, a program called Abacus. So I'm not sure if people are familiar with those. If, if you're in the industry, I would definitely research and discover how what value this could bring to your center. It keeps us ahead of any like potential concerns. So customer satisfaction again, potential errors that might have been miscoded on the MDSs. It pulls timely, actionable data at minimum daily. And then probably one of the most unique pieces is that it has the interview and observation, the exact tools that are used by surveyors, by your regulators. So you identify what they're going to look for, uh, remedy any issues that you might find before they come in to your building and observe those. So I really appreciate what you just shared about the senior leader rounding, because I think that creates a connection with your frontline staff. And, you know, as much as you might think this award is not about the recognition, I know you still want to celebrate and, and to have your staff take pride in achievements. So obviously you must have celebrated when you got the news that you've won gold again. Tell me a little bit about what you did to thank them and to have fun as a team. Absolutely. We do love a good celebration. So we had a offsite party the day that we received word of our gold award. 
We have great hoodies coming. Swag is always a benefit. Money talks as well. So we're finalizing bonuses for our hardworking staff. Our Idaho Healthcare Association president, Robert, has reached out and wants to come and celebrate with our residents, the staff and our families, communities. So there'll likely be more parties in the future. I said I had to get a little plug in that maybe McKnight's should get the word out and we could have quite the party up here in North Idaho. Uh, like I, uh, I told you before, I'm, I'm more than happy to come out. Never been, but uh, I hear it's beautiful. So um, I really want to thank you for, for letting us have this little peek behind the curtain. And um, also, I'm sure folks will hear more about this in Nashville at the ACA convention. So uh, great to talk to you. Great to learn about what you're doing. Keep up the good work. And for McKnight's, this is Kim Marcellus. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to McKnight's Long-Term Care Newsmakers podcast. For the latest in long-term care news, visit McKnight's.com.